Welcome everyone to another episode of the warm up. Here I'm here with the guys. It's me, Mount Chris Moore, and I have Big Ticket, R. O. Y. Reg, and I have K. R. L. in the building. Say what's up to the YouTube and Spotify cat, uh, crowd, guys. What's up, everybody? Oh, yeah. Thank y'all for coming through. Cool, cool, cool. And this is your first time rocking with us. This is a place where we talk about sports, current events, and everything else in between through the lens of black culture. And just as you heard, a little bit of announcements. We are also being hosted on Spotify, so please check us out. I'll have the descript, uh, the link to the description box um, in the description box below. Uh, follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Grindhouse, NTWK, uh, respectively for each one. And uh, yeah, we're trying to get something up on Facebook, trying to be on all the platforms and you know cast our net wide and engage with everyone on every different level so how y'all doing all right how y'all doing guys good man thanks for asking cool 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 anything any any announcements nothing we about to get it we about to get into it man we don't need no announcements okay yeah this this is gonna be a this is a a litty episode man episode okay all right all right and then also if you listen to this on on spotify check us out on youtube uh we are again the grindhouse network so uh i'll have that also in the description on the audio side so uh with that said let's just get right into it man the nba season finally has concluded for the 2020 2021 season and we gonna just talk about hey yo all these achievements that's happened and give out our own personal awards for who we think should take into uh, these awards. So uh, let's just start it off with the, the main one, or the first one, uh, not the most important one, but one that is near and close to our heart, which is highlights and disappointing things that's happened throughout the season. What was your highlight of the season so far, uh, Roy Reg? Let's, let's go with you, Rookie of the Year, Reg. So we want to start with the highlights or the most surprising. I would say I would say for for me, surprising will be the Knicks run coming up to come high seeded out of the East Coast. I think it caught us all off guard. The Knicks have been the the butt of the joke for the NBA for quite some time. And, you know, the run they're having was the surprise for me. Uh, Mm -hmm. And if I had to pick something disappointing, I'm going to say all the injuries, man. At, at this at this important time in the season, we got Clay injured at the beginning of the season. Jalen Brown's out right now. LeBron and AD and and uh, uh, Caruso and and Kuzma, right? He got the hand injury too. Like okay. Jesus Christ, it's to the returning champion team, D. Mitch, uh, uh, what's his name, out for the season in on the Nuggets. Uh, Jamal Murray, just injuries all over the depot in Miami, just injuries everywhere. And that's been the disappointment for me. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. And the COVID and the missed games for COVID mm. Schroeder. So, like, <laughs> man. oh man, <laughs> that's been annoying. Yeah, that's been really annoying. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Let's move on to Kev, man. You got anything that you were excited about that just you know was defined by this season? Man, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna start with what's um what surprised me. Um, good and bad things surprised me. I'm also surprised with the with the with the net with the Knicks, but more so, I'm surprised where Lakers are right now. So that's mm. like the bad side of my surprise. Like I'm I'm very surprised. Like I understand how they got there because I've seen the season, but at the beginning, if you ask me, if this is what I expected, nah. So 
for me it's a surprise although i've seen the pathway to how they put themselves in this situation um highlights i wouldn't say surprising because i've been talking about it but i'm happy to see the warriors doing what the warriors are doing um i expected them to be in the playing but i also expected them to be like where they are right now like i was hoping to see them in the eighth seed if they fell in the tent i would have been happy nonetheless but i wanted to be in the official what used to be the official playoff bracket but it is what it is with the play-in so we still got to knock it out so those two things i would say is like my surprise and highlight okay awesome awesome big ticket so i echo what i echo what those guys say so we're sticking with just surprising uh Surprising, I just read the surprise and disappointed. So surprising for me is um, how the games are going, man. I mean, we went from like a bubble environment, right? People were getting checked a thousand times, no visitors allowed inside of Disney World, right? Orlando was like a camp. So now the team's able to travel, they're allowing like a limited number of fans in. So just think about a few months ago where the NBA was, where they are now, remarkable man they're doing a phenomenal job right um i gotta echo what kev said with the warriors because i thought they're gonna have a decent season then clay went down again man i feel bad for clay man but they had team picture day today headband clay is back so it was at least he was there for pictures right so the warriors making it to the play-in is really surprising you think steph curry came back from the what the hand injury right then he was playing this season then the Warriors and him literally fell on the ass, right? So they had to come back from the bum injury and Steph's been playing just out his ass since he fell on his ass, right? So he's just <laughs> balling out. Uh, so I like that, that's a surprise. Um, but I gotta say my biggest surprise, man, outside of the Warriors is James Harden. Cause you think about how he started the season off and the whole world hated him and they were ready to write him off like we did Pepe Le Pew. And he was able to bounce back from that, man. And I like to see the transformation of James Harden from the Houston Harden to like the supernova refined OKC style Harden, man. He's dishing, he's making everybody in the floor seem like they're an all-star. And I can't wait to see what he does in the playoffs. So that's that's my two. And I also want to add to, to what you said. I, I feel like some fans out there would say he's making everybody look like an all-star because everybody on the team is an all-star. I don't feel that way, but I think some people would say that. Yeah, you know what, you're right. Oh, okay. uh, uh, no, 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 Harden, because you said Harden. he's Harden? making everybody oh, look definitely. like an all-star. But people would be like, oh, no, you got KD, you got Blake, you got, you got uh, Kyrie. KD look like an all-star. Yeah, yeah. He, he, made, but he, brought, he brought Blake back from the dead, man. Carl Blake. Frankenstein, bro. Man, Blake Griffin was dead. tricking y'all, man. He was waiting <laughs> to get the contract. He was just buying this time. That's all. He was Maybe the dude was under, under climb up, man. And he just yeah. get into that sweet spot. And <laughs> yo, emotions, energies, and stuff. That'll change your vibe a lot too, man. So the whole new space he's in, playing with all these all-stars. We don't really know how that how that may have changed it. Yeah. So they don't make they don't make you get up too, man, versus playing with yeah. uh, uh, uh drowning organization. You get to a team that's gonna be you know, expect it to make it to the East Conference Finals. You get up for that. Yeah. You know, especially you that, for sure. no one's won a chip outside of uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie. So, well, speaking of getting up, Mr. Chris Moore, man, what's your picks? Yeah, man. So I was going to go with, you know, Reg. All y'all had some good picks, by the way. I, I was actually going to go with what Reg said. 
Um, yeah, for sure. And, and you know, I don't want to just piggyback on that. I mean, he's already shot right on sense, But I'm gonna go in a different direction, considering he's already touched on the things that I would have originally uh, spoken on, which has been, um, which has been the Knicks, uh, specifically Julius Randle. But um, yeah, most surprising for me um, has has been. Um, well, I actually, I had I had one, I had one, and I lost it. But let me talk about disappointing one, because that disappointing one has been lingering in my head for a while, man. These, the way that people have been acting about play-ins, like, <laughs> it is the worst. <laughs> it's the worst addition. Uh, it's like they said we're gonna take the shot clock and move it to ten seconds, and y'all gotta play in ten second intervals for possessions, and, and all the old men get mad. Like I gotta run. Like no, bro. Like the play-in <laughs> makes it more competitive. We're watching the last two weeks of the of the NBA with more attention. There's going to be like people that. who are hot swapping in and out. Like we're just bracket watching the whole time. Like this is something mm-hmm. that is new and obviously you're going to have people who are not going to be as easily converted to the idea. And obviously, you know, people who are older, they may not want to have to deal with that considering like that may be more games or it gets them out of their rhythm that they've been doing for 18 years, LeBron. Like, I was oh, yeah. about to say, this sounds like this sounds this sounds like you jabbing at LeBron, but I'm glad you put it <laughs> I out mean, there. I mean, I think he's right though. I think he's, he's right I think though. He is right. I'm with I mean, you. We played all these games to suck and land in eighth place. I want to earn that eighth place spot that I sucked to land at. You know, yeah. <laughs> like it's big. It's just been crazy, and so, like, yeah, this is the usually the this is usually the time where a lot of teams who are already locked in they start to take days off low yep. banish get ready for the playoff and heal up and for some of the teams top four teams top five teams if you're locked in you don't have to worry about it right so yeah, play yeah. that gives you more incentive to play and make sure you're in the right spots you don't All hear season. you don't hear the phoenix suns complaining about playing right nope. you, don't, mm-hmm. you don't hear clipper mm-hmm. talking about it as well so like need a lebron last year y- yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> He, well, but I see he, he did complain last year. He was like, oh, we don't know what we're going to prepare for. Oh, yeah, that, that was... I, really I, guess he got every angle. I guess he got every angle. Luka, Luka's he don't like it at the top or anymore. the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Luke, hey, Luca, not saying anything anymore. He, he's good. Exactly. He just playing. He just playing. Yeah. Exactly. Just playing. So it's just it's crazy. Mark so, Cuban may have something to say. Yeah. So I was just so disappointed. Like, yo, why are y'all so mad and so worried about what your team where your team ain't in or ain't got to deal with. Or if you're on the bottom looking up, like, yo, I get an opportunity. Why you mad at them? Let them yeah. live. Uh, so that was my most disappointing, man. But yeah, my most my most surprising, uh, like I said, originally was um, Julius Randle. But I mean, I can go in another another direction, man. Um, I I'm actually am surprised at, at Phoenix Suns and just kind of how they, uh, they even though it was a little bit ex- expected, we didn't know expect them to be number yeah. two. No, no, undefeated high, in the high. bubble. Undefeated <laughs> in the bubble. Oh, there he go talking about no, that but, bubble. No, but they didn't we, bubble. We, we called out what teams in the beginning. Who's going to be the surprise? <laughs> it was eight games. Hello. But it in was the middle of a pandemic. No, but it was eight games in the middle of a pandemic with everything changing. No fan. Everything just, it was different for everybody. I'm changing like, my name. Right, bubble they executed, they, bubble they executed within game. that change. Not, they executed within that chain. Praise, praises to them, and y'all right. Yeah. And I'm just saying, like it's eight games. Let's relax on the bubble talk, dude. They it was, a, mo- it was a momentum switch. It was a momentum switch. The consistency yeah. of focus that they demonstrated in the bubble, the consistency yep. of effort. These things are very important, especially for an organization and a team. So to demonstrate that at any point in time, for any yep. span of time, is a positive thing. And then hey, capitalize and add a piece like CP3 and just keep it going and even elevate. I, I do, I do see the transition and. 
the elevation. I just when, when people hope focus in on that eight that eight game period. He's mad, man, because just what you said, right? Phoenix demonstrated that they zone, they locked in in the bubble and they conquered the bubble, right? You know who else yeah. conquered the bubble last year? Miami. You know who's yeah. not conquering this season? Miami. So I can see why. Hey, they in there. What? They in there. That is a weak argument. They conquered the season, though. They conquered the season, but they conquered the end of the season. And and they do actually matter. It was a weak argument in general. Yeah, like the same seed, like six or seven. Exactly. They're in the same seed, and they're peaking at the same time. It was the same thing. If you look at the Heat, if you look at the Heat last season, yeah, exactly. If you looked at the Heat, and that's another thing, I didn't sit there and be like, "Oh, did you see the eight games before the playoffs that the Heat?" Play, bro. Nah, he playoffs for Focus on the playoffs. Uh, I'm not gonna focus on the eight game run. Like that, this, that's that's crazy. Not nothing to focus on. It was just a, it was a yeah. hint. Hint. It, it is a good point. It's a good sample size. It's good to think, and that they yeah. built on it. That's great. But I Correct. just don't want to. Exactly. I just don't want us to be like, oh, hey man, them eight games. Because you know, remember, it's, remember, it's who else had a great eight games? Who was doing on the Pacers? Y'all don't talk about him no more. He's injured. T.J. Warren. <laughs> He's injured. Oh yeah. When he mm. got injured, because you don't even know. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just a bubble. He I'm got gonna let y'all, I'm going to let y'all go, though. I ain't going to hold Thank you, man. Thank you, Darrell right, Reeves, for kicking us off the rails with a bubble champ. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, thank you for knocking us off the rails with that one. But, uh, yeah, man, most surprising. Like I said, no one expected them to be number two. They were yeah. not a, They were not going to be a power team in our eyes in the beginning of the season. They were going to be good, maybe top four, because, you know, they would – eight and oh and all that stuff and they only added one player so like that yeah. says a lot you know and that and the crazy part is is that money williams got them to play he's he's good with young talent and now you have a veteran on the floor who's a general who's able to um put those young pieces in the right places to to you know be effective and stuff so i think it's a great marriage hopefully it's, this is where chris paul retires uh, he he gets closer to his his ever eluding chance at a championship uh, so that's my most surprising. I'm not, I'm gonna leave it there, man. Cause we got a lot of stuff to get into. Uh, oh, like I said, a lot of shout out to CP3. Shout out to CP3, man. Yes, he's like 38 years old, and he's still doing it. Um, all right, let's move on to the next thing, man. We have the coach of the year, the person who is making or breaking a team from the top down, sort of the general manager and president of basketball operations. Uh, coach of the year, man. Who do y'all have as y'all's best coach? And leader of men in the NBA. Uh, I'll start with Bubble Champ because he get his other way. He's you know, so I feel like uh, I'm about to step on Kev's toes because he asked this question before. Wait, let me ask the question again because yeah, okay, there's go a ahead. lot of go great coaches right now. I can't sit here and watch every game. I'm sorry, I got things mm-hmm. to do. So I'm curious. I want to know what has Tom Thibodeau been doing? To get New York ready at right now, is it a Tom Thibodeau thing? Is it a Randall thing? What so, is it? It's, to me, it's a Tom Thibodeau team, right? Because right. the same reason that the Pelicans hired Van Gundy was for defense, right? They got Tom Thibodeau defense. The reason the Boston Celtics beat the Lakers that year that was a Tom Thibodeau defense. And we noticed okay, okay, okay. Doc nor Tom have been back to the championship without each other, right? Um, Tom uh, went to Chicago, defensive team. The Timberwolves, when he had Jimmy that year, defensive team. I think Tom brought that hard-nosed way to play basketball to New York, which is the perfect city for that type of uh, environment, man. And Julius Randle, he's a grinder, man. 
uh, LA, New Orleans, you can see, you saw his growth, but nobody expected him to be what he is today. So that's Tom Thibodeau through and through, man, to me. Okay, all right. So we got we got Tom Thibodeau, Roy Red. You got okay. Uh, I'm gonna have to go ahead, and that was on my list, man. Tommy T. That was my coach of the year pick, and great reasons that he said defense. I was watching some of the games. I know you said you didn't see some of the games. I just seen a few of them. That defense has been smothering. <laughs> like they they make it really hard for other teams to get in their flow and their rhythm. They're making them take, you know, shots late in the possession uh, in the shot clock. And they're not great shots sometimes because mm-hmm. that defense is so good. They're forcing turnovers. They're they're frustrating offenses. It's just been great. Hard-nosed defense, like you said. And I'm going to come at it from another angle since he already has it as a defense. Personnel came in, brought some of his guys that he had a relationship with. I see Taj Gibson back. E Rose looking like he you know revitalized back to square one. All the injuries is gone. What having is. a second win, exactly. So he's yeah. playing at a high level, and then you got Julius Randle just being the helm there, and then they're fostering that 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 rookie who's already had a rookie of the year type of season last season. He's just continuing to build on that with RJ Barrett. So mm-hmm. it's been a great, just a great, great run. And I just want to add something real quick to that. What Reggie said, man, it's like. The players on the team, would you say any one of the players on the Knicks roster would be like a number one defensive stopper? No. I, that's not the, over the years. That, not that I could think of. No. Yeah, that no, now. No, maybe no, times no, back in the day. But yeah. like that's team defense, oh, yeah. man. We think yeah. about oh, it. Oh, it's definitely team defense. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Makes sense. I knew uh, that. Yeah, I was gonna say the same, man. I think this is pretty um you know, uh, what's it? What's what I'm looking for? Um, unanimous. unanimous, unanimous. I think this is pretty unanimous, man. The Tom Tom Thibodeau is taking a team that has been ailing for 20 years. Ain't the one looking for the Knicks for no reason. Like you give me Nick tickets, I'll be out here like, how dare you? <laughs> like I feel offended. <laughs> yeah. What you uh, mean? You want to go to the garden just to be? No, I don't want to go in the garden and watch the Knicks play. Uh, I would be there. I, I, I would be there. I I'm would be there. offended. <laughs> I was like, bro, you can't give me Shut no trash me. off the street. Can I at least? <laughs> they got some cans in there, or something. I can at least turn it in for fifteen cents. Like I don't want to watch this. It's a horrible product. Uh, but no, nah, man, they finally turned around and they knocked and they kick, uh, kicked out Spike Lee. And they pushed up on uh, Oakley, man. Uh, These are legends, man. So he, he right back there watching games. Oh so. yeah, he, he back there. Hey, down, he, he in there in the front row. Yeah. Yes, but, sir. But uh, no, man. They he, he took a flailing organization, and you know he made them relevant. In the same time that Brooklyn is getting all the love and praise yep. uh, for their star power, so he took a bunch of team of uh, players. Like I won't say ragtag, but like a bunch of you know role players, marginal players that no one would probably want to pick. You know. If you did a, a all thirty team draft with all the players in the player pool, they these people are not being picked first, second, third, mm-hmm. fourth, fifth. They probably yeah. won't get picked this the fifth round to the fifth or sixth round. Like that's mm-hmm. kinda how it is, man. And so uh Julius Randle is is Tom Thibodeau's muse. Uh it's similarly to like how Dan Tony and James Harden had their relationship going. Because when it comes down to it, he uses Julius Randle as his closer as you know the person who keeps the flow going the, the offense flows through Julius Randle and it gets the opportunity for RJ Barrett to to knock down his shots and be 
uh, impactful. It gives the opportunity for Derrick Rose to not have to worry about double teams and he can play off the dribble. Like it gives people opportunities to elevate and be great at what they do in the least kind of pressure, like without having all this pressure. So Julius Randle, uh, big props. No one even saw this dude coming to be in an all-star, uh, all-star game. Like people was like, "Why? <laughs> Who is this guy?" And like, uh, so I, I, yeah, it's unanimous, man. I don't know. I can't. I can think of Money Williams as a secondary person because, again, yeah, that was gonna ask you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. He just he just gonna, jumped up ahead. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. mention the favorite is actually Monty Williams, and then uh, tied uh, with Tom Thibodeau is Quinn Snyder from Utah. Yeah. Yeah, the only reason I haven't picked Utah yet is because Quinn Snyder's been doing the same thing for multiple years. I think I yeah. think the only difference is he got Mike Conley and Mike Conley's comfortable now. So now they're really just firing. And also D Mitch is a little bit more comfortable and mature at being D Mitch and being that guy. So uh Quinn, let me throw a uh, monkey ranch. Hmm? I'm gonna throw a monkey ranch in here. I'm thinking about a coach that went from same team but two completely different ends of the spectrum. Uh and Steve Kerr. Now, granted, we know he has Steph Curry, man, but Steph Curry is not making the Warriors' defense a top-five defense in the NBA. So, yeah, so I think I think he's not coach of the year. I'm not going to say he's at the top, but he deserves no, conversation. Honorable mention? Yeah, he deserves honorable a conversation. Yeah. He deserves an honorable mention. He Way down there, but yeah, sure. Yeah, way down, way down there. It's a very way, far, way, far way. end of the table. That's, very far, far end of the table. That's a big change, though. You're going from – a mega to the team that other teams are like, nah, we're just gonna wait mm-hmm. till y'all just disband. Yeah, having you know, uh, he didn't expect this this season. Mm-hmm. Well, not even, not even you talking about mega team, but we can point back it. to he last expected. season. We went from a team that was at the bottom, the very bottom, and he's yeah. been able to craft to coach, you know, up. along with the effort from Curry and some of the pieces they added, been able to coach them up into you know, getting into the play in. So. That's yeah, something yeah, big, man. but yeah, he ain't coach of the year. But I feel you. Know. No, he ain't coach of the year. Okay, okay. You got someone, or you just gonna roll with Tibby? Timmy. I mean, like I said, I can't, I can't roll with with Tom just because. Um, I just haven't been, I just been exposed to what he's been doing in New York. So okay, well, who's I look okay? at the list and I see, I see Monty Williams up there. Um, right now, to be honest, the lowest guy on the list right now is my favorite doc, but not. I'm not necessarily for coach of the year, but that's just one. Yeah. I like Doc as a coach, and two, I do watch Sixers. That's yeah. someone I have started on my list, and I, I like how they've settled down. Like I feel like the way they used to play before is like they were winning, but it was a little bit flashy. Um, and B was a little bit, I don't know, like joking sometimes, yeah. playing the fool a little bit. They and cleaned it up. Deep. Yeah. They, they really tighten up. It could have been just a timing thing, too, and him getting embarrassed because when, when they lost in the bubble, you could tell he was really affected by it. Mm. So maybe it was a wake of call for Embiid as well, but mm-hmm. also with the combination of getting a sound coach like like Doc. They're also pretty up there in defense. I think they're number three right now in the league, defensive rating. And I know Doc is a defensive-minded coach, so I kind of attributed some of that to him, even though they have one of the defensive of the player, defensive player of the year candidates, Ben Simmons, on their team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Coach Doc helped help that as well. Yep. Helped Ben Simmons to rise to another level. So yeah. that would be my pick based off what I was able to see, you know. I feel but you. all props to Tom and what, what he's been doing mm-hmm. and Monty as yeah. well. Well, to be fair, we didn't watch the Knicks until they became relevant. So. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. We wasn't see, the TV time, 
the TV time party wasn't booked in yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it like surprise. The funny thing. The funny thing <laughs> is the first Knicks game I caught. It just happened to be on. Was the first game that D Rose was signed to the team and playing, uh, mm, and okay. they won that game. And I was just like, "Oh shit, the Knicks is doing their thing." And they thing? just kept, they just been keeping been, been on the run man. since then. Yeah, I've been liking D Rose. I've been liking D Rose. Yeah. Shout out to the New York Knicks and the personnel. Finally, man, everyone but uh, the Dolan guy. Well, I guess you want to. Oh, yeah, unless, sure. unless you want to give him credit for getting out the way, but yeah. other than that, man, credit to everyone. And that's else. a skill, man. That's a skill. Sometimes, yeah. Is it? Is yeah. it? Yeah. It's a skill. Sometimes. Doing sometimes. nothing is a skill. Sometimes. It is. Especially it is. if the top. Knowing, knowing, knowing when to do nothing. <laughs> True that. Took him a long time to figure that skill out. Hey, man. Hey, Some people be like that. That's yeah. what's called a skill. Exactly. <laughs> so, all right, man. Let's move on to the defensive player of the year, man. So, we this is the guy that has been essential on all aspects of the game defensively, has making impacts, and is using that um, to galvanize and leverage um, leverage the teams to win. So, let's let's start with uh, I don't care. Let's start with you, man. Who's your defensive player of the year? Man, as you said, that you took the win out of me with that. And like leverage, what, what was the last phrase you said? Leverage, leverage, leverage the impact to get wins. You see, <laughs> the name I have on my list is Bam Adebayo, right? Okay. okay. He made that. He made that case, and I looked at his case, and I like his case, and I like Bam. <laughs> I like his tenacity. I like his ability to guard multiple positions, and. He's 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 out there. He's raw out there. I like, I like Bam. Just him and I, we're like that. <laughs> now, when you said what you said, you said you, you had me thought of Rudy Gobert. Like I just I couldn't I couldn't not think of Rudy Gobert because he just he so, he just suffocates the paint. Like it really makes it hard for any team to just just waltz in there. Mm-hmm. I saw it with Warriors. They were struggling. As soon as he went to the bench, it was like open season. Mm-hmm. And you can tell the difference. And it's not just that game. It's like consistently. When he goes on the bench, something definitely changes with the defense. Mm-hmm. So with respect to impact, he has a huge impact on Utah's defense. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to give it to Rudy. I might okay. have, to, have to do a change up dynamically. Okay. I feel mm-hmm. you, man. I'm going to go ahead and go because I'm going to piggyback quickly off of what you said with Doc Rivers. Ben Simmons, man, is... Not great at offense when it comes to shooting ball. Past the free throw line, everything is hitting the side or hitting fans. But when it comes to defense, this dude is a lockdown <laughs> wow. defender. Wow, wow, and wow, he's wow. probably one of the better perimeter defenders. Hey, man, I'm giving him props, man. He's one of the better perimeter defenders. In fact, I but you think... But you don't start with a negative, though. I'm just saying. <laughs> offense, that's you know... A, that's there's a some, Chris there's, compliment. I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> That's a Chris compliment. I'm with you with two, with two neck, with two jabs. And, oh, here you go. <laughs> but you are right though. <laughs> yeah. Look, man, I'm just saying. There's everyone has things that they can fix. Even me. You know. Sometimes right, I gotta know when to really. Do, you, you know. But I did it today. I did it today. You know, off off script, off camera, man. I was gonna say something about one of the people on here, and I didn't. I chose to be quiet. So you know. I like it. Straight. I like it. I Shout like out it. to you, man. Thank you. I yeah, appreciate man. It. That's when you don't do. You don't do that. You see, you see that. And that was a tap? skill. That yeah, was that's a skill. skill right there. Did nothing. I did absolutely nothing. It was hurting. There you go. <laughs> Most improved, Chris. That's, that's your new name. <laughs> so, but but uh, Simmons, man. So the team, right? Philadelphia as a team has been defensively tuned, and they already had good raw talent because Embiid is there, Ben Simmons is there, so the raw talent is there. 
Doc has honed them in to be the number two, I believe, in defensive defenses, uh, defensive efficiency. Ah. Um, Ben Simmons is ranked number five in steals and number three in deflections. So he's not only able to get his hands on the ball at least, you know, once or twice a game um, to steal as a turnover, but he's also able to get his hands in to deflect and have turnovers, you know, uh, more passively. And on top of that, him being such a tall point guard, he's able to switch uh, on, the, on as a perimeter player. He's able to switch, and he's able to switch on bigger guys. So I think because of the fact that he's more versatile, I mean, I understand he does have Embiid backing him up, so I think that gives him a little bit more confidence saying, like, hey, I can I can be more aggressive, I can be more assertive on the perimeter knowing I have a, a, a fail-safe guy. Like, if he had a Rudy Gobert or something like that, then it would be just as effective. Um, but um, he's the only perimeter person that I believe I saw who was uh, even mentioned. Everyone else are big men, Bam, Rudy Gobert. Uh, Sabonis, like all these other players, they're they're help guys. They're the ones who's gonna make sure, you know, if everything breaks down, they're gonna be the the lad offense. They're gonna help, you know, weak side. They're gonna do all these other things. But he has to beat you, and he's been going against these top guards, James Harden, Kyrie Irving. He's been matching up with these guys. He's not shying away from it. So he's taking these all-star caliber scoring machines, essentially, and taking it head on once they come across half court. So I'm gonna give it to Ben Simmons. Um, that's my pick. Uh, Bubba Champ. Bubble Champ. I'm sorry. But I called you Bubba Champ. I like you from Alabama or something. Bubba, <laughs> Bubba, Bubba Champ. <laughs> Bubba Champ. <laughs> Bubble Champ. Who you got? Hey, so, all right. I'm going to come in with a dark horse, man. Now, put the context on Don't this. say Draymond, please. Please don't say Draymond, dude. Uh, uh, so, defense. I was going to say Draymond. He can't do defense that. Defense requires. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mental game, man. You know what I'm saying? You can have the physical skills and the physical gifts that Ben Simmons has. Ben Simmons is like 20 feet tall, playing point guard, guarding anybody. Got it. Cool. Joel Embiid, you can put him down there, man. Nobody wants to go to the run with him. Rudy, nah, he don't want to do that. But when you think about the defensive anchor, somebody who can set the team up to play concise, consistent team defense, who else would you have in your corner besides Mr. Draymond Green? Oh, man. Oh, besides Mr. Impact. The best defender player, defensive player of all the time. The face of the earth, man. The Bobby Brown of the Here's the thing. Draymond. Impact. Impact player. If you're not your biggest cheerleader, who is, man? So you, here's apparently. the thing, man. The Warriors. <laughs> I asked you this question earlier. I, I, asked, I asked Reg this question earlier, man. Who on the Knicks? roster is like a top 10 defensive player by themselves nobody they're playing consistent defense as a team the Warriors bruh I don't think anybody on the Warriors individually outside of Draymond will scare a lot of people but he has these boys playing D man top five defense in the league and the dubs are small this year man I can't think of one person I went through the whole roster in my head. I can't think of anything yeah. that made that shook me a little bit. <laughs> nah, man. Jordan Poole? Nah, come on, man. No. No. And he's playing. Like Curry. Toscano, Toscano, maybe? Curry? He got nah. long arms? <laughs> exactly, Wise man. man. I don't want to see Curry. Y'all don't want to see oh, Curry. Oh, yeah, wise man, definitely. But he ain't been out there, man. He's he been out there. He so been Draymond, out there. Draymond's playing chess on the basketball court, man. So I know he's really? not going to get it. He's not going to get it because he doesn't have the stats. He doesn't have the stats. Right, he's not getting the blocks. He's not getting the steals. Right, he's but he not. He said impact though. Chris he said, Chris said impact. impact to the game. 
Yes. You know what I mean? So you, you made your point. Yeah. I'll take that's, it. That's impact. I'll take it. Chris, I got a question for you before before Reds go on. Going back to impact, just because we, we brought it up again now. You talked about some of the turnovers and that, that Ben Simmons force. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know by chance their points, the average off of turnovers, sixers? Respect no, them. I don't know the um, the uh, transition or turnover or points or turnovers. I don't know that that stat off top of my head. I can find it if you want it. <laughs> I was gonna ask: Is defensive does a defensive player get defensive player of the year? If it's defense, does it lead to impactful wins? Or is that too hard uh, to measure? Right? Uh, like, I think I think I think you still can. I don't think the defensive player of the year has to be necessarily a winning team but i mean i think a great defense will help you win games though yeah makes sense yeah i think you can i think you can get blocks and and you know a lot of rebound rebounds and steals and not necessarily all of them lead to a lot of points on turnovers but i think you still get defensive player of the year off of that yeah i see yeah, that was a tricky one because I like that's offense now, so it shouldn't you shouldn't really be checking that anymore. Yeah. When I think about impact, I'm like, when you're impacting on defense, what happens after that is what happens after that. Yeah, the impact yeah. could be is man, I tire the person down, or I shut True. the person down, or yeah. you know, yeah, cut the water off, like, or or mm-hmm. you could just be yeah. really smart on a on a basketball court apparently. So that's uh. Or you talk really well like Draymond and set everybody up and make sure shit. <laughs> <laughs> really hey, you know what? The <laughs> Cavs question though, man. I don't know about the turnovers. If I looked at the uh, previous defense of the year players, man, I would I don't know the 2011, 2012 Knicks um like what is it like uh the games they won that season. But I don't think they were like a standout team that year, but he won defensive player of the year. Everybody after him was on a, a pretty damn good team, man. Marcus All with the Grizzlies in 2012-11. Jakeem Noah, Leonard twice with the Spurs. Um, Danny Green, or Jamon Green, I'm sorry, and Rudy. So everybody else was on a winning team. I think the only one would be like Tyson Chandler. I can't remember that 2010, that 2011-12 Knicks team. That was the team that had uh, Jason Kidd and Rod Wilson as the coach. That was when they were going against the they they were supposed to meet LeBron in the Heat but they lost to the Pacers. Mm. Okay. Okay. But, so they were they, right. were they were defensive. That was a good one. Yeah. Okay, never mind. All right. Yeah. All, right. All, right. All right, Reg, you up, man. Who's your defensive? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. You say Draymond yeah, I'm Green. I swear, I'm cutting everyone my here. We <laughs> is not doing this. Reg, defensive you know player what? of the year is Draymond. Nah. I, I'm gonna have to go with Bam Adebayo. Okay. He went and said Bam Bam, he said he does it all. He does. You know, Kev said, you know, he made the case and he looked at it and, and the case spoke for himself. Like, he, he does it all. He's a great defensive player, great impact. They're not having the best season, but, you know, they're peaking at the right time. They, they're, they've gotten it together at least now and they didn't clinch the spot. And let's see if they can do it again. We saw their defense last year in the playoffs and the bubbles, not the eight games leading to the playoffs in the actual playoffs. <laughs> We saw big defensive plays, and a lot of them came from Bam. Etched in my memory was when Jason Tatum came up for that. Oh, he was about to win that game. Adebayo came and just all ball. They showed the replay about 30 times. All ball. They were looking like, damn, his wrist flipped all the way back. They were just like, the, the block was just so impressive. Like, we just see what he does on defense. Y'all talked about the versatility. He can switch. He can guard small balls. He can guard the big men. He may not be able to be towering over the big men, but he can make that yeah. shot difficult. 
he's not as big, you know, as strong as an a, a, a Embiid or whatever. Who I've seen plow through Rudy Gobert, who's in the running for mm-hmm. Defensive Player of the Year. But yeah. you know, he's, he's top. Yeah, exactly. The tenacity, he's, he hangs with the best of them and he bangs with them. And they that they don't have too many big men, so he's putting it up. He's playing big. He's playing up like how Draymond plays up as center. Yeah. So I love it. Cool, cool. He's cool. going bad. Awesome, man. All good picks except for the last one, the the bubble champ one. But um, everything else was good, man. I'm good with that. Everything's respectable, you know what I'm saying. So let's move on to the to the. Uh, oh, I, I skipped it, man. I'm uh, my apologies. Six man. We even talked about the six man, man. Yeah, no one I even. Just that. No one corrected me. No, it's okay, man. Six man of the year, man. Just you have it. not. You're you are not being forgotten, man. This is the people who come off the bench and light it up. Even you don't have to be a starting five to to make a high impact, high level of impact. So, uh, pretty high, uh, pretty high number of legendary players come off the bench. So let's just talk about who we think is our six man of the year. Uh, Bubba Champ, let's get you out of the way because you was just... Oh, because uh, my insight yeah, with Draymond now. Green setting up the defense yeah. in the back yeah, line. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're going sure to have Draymond Green for this one too, so let's go. <laughs> nah, man, he can't. He, come on, man. He's, he's, he's a starter and man. a reserve. He's a starter. He's a starter. You know, I, somebody who's another dark horse candidate, man, um, every time he's on the floor, he helps his team win games. Clay Thompson. And people going to overlook him because he's not getting the big <laughs> stats, but all the advanced metrics love this dude, man. And he's one of uh, Luca's favorite players, man. Jalen Brunson is a solid player, man. The Mavericks love him. He almost reminds me, who was the other the other cat they had, man? Um, was it JJ? Not JJ Pereira. Yeah, yeah. So he wasn't the, he wasn't six man. Not a good start. <laughs> Hold on now, Pereira <laughs> was. Nah, you laugh, but Brea cook, was man, a cook, very, cook. a very important uh, component to the Mavericks, man. Um, he wasn't like a star, but he kept that engine going coming off the bench. Never six man candidate of the year, but when they, I think he, I don't know if he left through trade or they cut him or whatever. I don't think he retired. The Mavericks, they lost their way for a minute, man, because he was a leader inside that locker room. Jalen Bronson, same mindset. But he's crucial, man. He's not going to get it because he doesn't have the numbers. He's not a Jordan Clarkson or um, somebody like that. But he's solid, man. He should deserve. He deserves to be in the conversation for sure. He's in there. He's okay. in the top yeah. four. All right. That's respectable, man. You saved yourself from that one, boy. Hey, bro. Jay Martin Green is a... Bray, and I was just like, hey, where listen, you going, man? Listen, holler at us. Holler at us in the Where are we going with this? Holler at us in the comments. I need somebody that knows basketball besides... I got two on this pod, man. It's... Okay. Yeah, right here, not so much. Man. All right. Well, well he, he just tagged you with Kev. Apparently, I think he's talking about you because I know he's talking about uh, me. Because you know, Kevin Reg, they know about basketball. Because he, he, he petty. Ain't, wow. ain't, no, ain't no expert over here. Yeah, I know, right? I just know what I see. I'm just a, I'm just a fan. <laughs> me too. I'm just giving my opinion over here. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, Kev, you up, man? What you got for your six, uh, your six man? Man, you know I like to come with something surprising or different, but I gotta go with JC, man. Jordan Clarkson on this one. This dude okay. has just been annoying sometimes because I'm not usually back in the Utah on jazz. So <laughs> he's been like, what's going on? This He's coming out here like a, like he's, he's supposed to be a starter pretty much the way he's playing. But I guess, you know, those guys who come off the bench and do what they do, it, it works for them and it's working for him. He's a big contributor to the team. And yeah, I mean, I, he, he's the favorite. I ain't got much to say. I'm picking the favorite. 
<laughs> and you know what's crazy with the Jazz, man? They have two people contending for that same position, man. How you? I, I, I like the Jazz setup. It's a deep Good point That's because my sixth man of the year is I was going with Joe Ingles. Uncle Joe. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, man, Joe coming through, he's playing great coming off the bench. So that that is a good point. They have two on the same team, and I'm I'm rolling with Joe. All right, man, I'm gonna go. This is a not a popular favorite, but you know what? It's my favorite, and that's okay. We're gonna go with the same person who had his redemption year last year. Y'all know where I'm going. Portland Trailblazers, mellow, oh, hoodie mellow, redemption <laughs> Top mellow. Clearing the bubble. Top you fifteen player in the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> Look, don't worry about that. Did we talking? ever run the film hey, on that hey, one? Yo, we not we not gonna sit here and talk about the bubble no more. We talking about 2020 and 2021. It's the 2021 okay. awards. Look, this because when you write, you be you be quick to run the tape. Well, you know you what? <laughs> <laughs> that was relevant. This is like months, 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 months ago. So let's just talk about okay. it right now. All right, Carmelo Anthony again. He don't have the numbers and all that stuff. But this dude is doing everything to get their team to win. And he's doing it in very clutch moments. I don't know if y'all saw the last, uh, what was it? I think it was the, the Phoenix game where he hit. No, it was a Utah game where Portland beat um, uh, Utah. And he hit that that clutch three over three. Gobert. Yep, um, two of them. Yeah, even in the game that, uh, you know, against the Phoenix Suns, he he was the one who disrupted Devin Booker to get him to travel. Like, he's doing, like, these things that you just don't see on the stat, stat sheet. And he's doing it with, with a level of humble pie because this dude had to eat that from back at OKC. And, um, and you know, Houston. Name. And Houston. And Atlanta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all and the Knicks. <laughs> oh man, what you mean, Atlanta? Uh, remember, he got changed to Atlanta. He got yeah. let go the next day. Yeah, he didn't even get his oh, jersey. Okay. I forgot That's about why, that, man. I'm like, wait, what did I miss? Yeah, man, he got traded. He's just passing through. <laughs> oh man, heard y'all got good wings. <laughs> exactly. So, man, Carbello, yo, check this out. The number one, again, ten leading scorer mm-hmm. all time. This is his first time hitting career 41% three-point shooting. The dude is just, he's mm-hmm. able to, he's just changed his game to, to help the team. So it's not its not about Melo being Melo, like, oh, I'm the star, I'm in New York. You know, he's just like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get, you know, to win. And, you know, they they needed him. Like, I don't know if they would be in the same place without him. So. Sound like you've been talking to Vince Carter, man. Because Vince Carter had a wonderful transition from a star to... Role essentially a role player and mentor yeah. yeah that's true i think also it probably helps that he's no longer the first option so he's not mm-hmm. getting you know he's probably having less contested shots yeah but nonetheless mm-hmm. it's, it's a great contribution to the team yeah mm-hmm. so i've been liking him i've been i've been having fun watching him i'm having more fun watching him now than before where he was volume volume shooter ball yeah, sticking yeah. Yeah. yeah, for me, I'm having fun watching him. Uh, it takes me back to I have fun watching him in Denver, and then I'm having fun watching him now. Mm-hmm. New York was this. Yeah, uh, it, it wasn't all him, man. They, they never gave him the right players around him. Mm-hmm. Well, again, he was a uh, the first option, and for the some only reason, in most cases, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was that yeah. Jr. Smith, and yeah. um, you know, unfortunately, or <laughs> Iman Shumpert. Yeah, Iman Shumpert. <laughs> But yeah, but it was just he, the ball stuck with him. Like he's a he's an ISO yeah. guy, so you you, know, you you shouldn't be your first option as your ISO guy. He's not yeah. he's not passing the ball. Facts. <laughs> Facts. So, 
Uh, okay, cool, man. I'm glad we cleaned it up, man. Six man of the year is down, and we gonna move on to the rookies. First year in the game as a professional and high impact again people who are leveraging there's really only two people but maybe three y'all have someone or a dark horse maybe just want to throw draymond green hey remember anyway, <laughs> uh so so let's go even as want to be a wise man. Man. i don't know hey hey i mean hey, to, hey, for hey, chris hey, he wasn't eligible to be defensive player of the year too but you know they ain't stopping <laughs> thank you of all time <laughs> of all time okay anyways rich of all got? time i don't know what he's oh, saying oh we oh. starting with me because y'all already you. know my number one pick my favorite from of course the season right. jumped That's and i've seen it and i'm watching and i'm looking and he's doing like he's coming off the bench doing triple doubles i'm going with Lamelo ball that's it easy i'm throwing it in there that's my that's pick. easy i, I second and that doing I everything he got the court vision he's throwing balls all the way across court at half court he's threading the needle he's dunking he's shooting at a high level like the man's just playing great man uh shout out to him i love to see it i know man that's i can't favorite. do any better than that yeah. Boy, oh, y'all some ball fans man i i, I appreciate it though man uh burp bubble you going with them or you going to do something different <laughs> andrew wiseman that's what you going with Come, Come on, on the dude ain't playing, but he's I very skillful. He's, he's, I don't know. Man. I don't know who. I know he don't watch basketball. Playing. He don't watch basketball. But if he was, he watched the Warriors. If he was though, he would have been a good candidate, man. He would have been. He wasn't got like, I like Andrew. I like Andrew. Champ, go ahead. I mean, it's, it's it's hard to go against Lamelo, man. He's he's crucial for Charlotte, man. Is like he? this dude. He's, I think LaMelo came into a good situation. I, I like the fact that they went old school with him, say, we know you are what you are. You're going to come off the bench, man. He didn't have that immediate pressure to ball, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like most, like Zion came in, everything's dependent on you, man. Even LeBron, when he first came in, I think LaMelo came in, high draft pick, without all that pressure. I think that's another reason why he's able to be creative like that. Mm-hmm. He can take these risks that the other rookies, they can't, man. They can't because everything is dependent on you. Um, so, I, I, Lamelo, it's a good system. It's a good setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would say I I can hear Chris's pushback though. I I don't know if he's crucial to the team just because Gordon Hayward is Gary Terry playing at a high level. Exactly. But Gordon's been injured for uh, a, a good minute now. La, I think that means some more crucial. Lamelo La, was out with the wrist injury, and they and they still you know managed to do what they needed to do to stay in the the playoff tournament playoff so race, yeah. Yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean that doesn't that doesn't negate the fact that Lamelo's no no yeah, yeah like maybe crazy. maybe crucial's the wrong way out like he's, he's important yeah he's yeah. important he he's adds he important. adds great value yeah. to that team. yeah yes. that's great great value. Value. Great yeah value. that's the word boy you be getting saved man um <laughs> yeah no i actually you know it's really <laughs> shut it up it's, it's really between two people man no y'all went Lamelo, man and I, and I normally would have in the circumstances until he got injured, man. Anthony Edwards, though, I, I just can't deny the numbers, man. The dude has been scoring 20 points in 33 of the uh, of his games. He's averaging 19 points a game, which again, it's a little bit a little bit more than uh, Lamelo. Uh, we understand that he come off the you know Lamelo come off the bench and all that stuff, but yeah. um, like you guys said, like you know, there's pros and cons to this. Pro of coming off the bench is you play against the second string you can probably whoop on them you're probably a little bit better than most of the bench 
uh, second string who, who you're playing when you're when you're coming off like that uh, versus Anthony Edwards who's having to play against starters and and score um, and then secondly you have Scary Terry and um, the other guy uh, Gordon Hayward at point in times versus you know T Woods only really had Cat uh, and he's still scoring he's still being effective but you know Anthony Edwards I think he was he was a little coy coming off you know into the season and then as he picked up you know picked up steam and got a little bit more comfortable. He started, you know, dropping 30 points, you know, and I think even in his last, like, set of games, he's averaging 27 points. So he's gotten a little bit better at scoring. Um, the, the only, the only, I was going to go with LaMelo. The only thing that really stopped me and maybe gave, um, give a uh, cause to pause is the fact that he was injured for a little bit. And also that, like, he was going against second string for, you know, a good portion of his, of his tenure as well as a rookie. So, um, you know, props to LaMelo, but I'm going to go with at the end. Man. Go ahead. I know. He, I know he got some. He's just he's grinning. Those some good points though. But those some good points. Yeah, those, I, I, can't, I can't argue with those. Yeah, yeah. no. Nah, but I, I understand most of us regular people, man. We we good. Just he 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 just grinning. He got something. Go ahead. I'm gonna let you go ahead and rebuttal. Rebut. Wow. Bubble champ. I mean champ. Uh, what was that first one? <coughs> I, I had a call. It was a mistake. I was called. <laughs> was oh, yeah, it was a call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, hey, no. You know what? You made some good points, man. He uh. I can't. It's only two. Uh, like I can't. I think a more interesting debate would have been who's third on the list. Uh, oh, because one and two, either pick. But you did say something interesting is going to play into our next topic. You said you will fall the mellow until the injury. Yep. So that's going to play. That's been pretty key for the MVP it debate. Is. We'll get into it. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's get so let's get started. into it, man. The most valuable player. You know what that means? The most valuable player in the NBA. <laughs> like literally, the most important person, most valuable team, um, most valuable player on the most impactful uh, scenarios where they can be, uh, you know, get highlights and and you know have the narrative built around them on why they making their team great. So <laughs> that's usually what MVP means. It don't really mean anything because otherwise it'd be LeBron James every year. So um, outside of LeBron James. Because <laughs> we know he's not even <laughs> in, the, in the top five right now. Uh, who do you have? Who, who wants to go? Kev, who's your MVP, man, NBA? So you, you did it good. You did a good job starting off saying w- w- what it's all about. Mm-hmm. I had to look it up because I want to make sure, you know, I'm not just being biased, but I am being biased at the same time. So yeah. the four things that I saw, in line with what you said, it's stats, mm-hmm. the impact to the team, and the durability. So games played, just being healthy. And the narrative, which was the first one you mentioned, which is kind of very important. The yeah. narrative is very much a big deal. Yeah. I'm going to argue that, man, the guy who I'm going with, he checks three of these boxes minimum. You might argue about the stats, but the other three boxes, I don't know what you, how, how you're going to argue it. I got to get to my boy, man, the OG. You already know. CP3. Three. Three. Okay. okay. They gave back to the team, as you said, to quote Mount Crismo, they only added one player. I don't know what else to say about that. And he played every game. He hasn't missed one, as far as I know, as far as I've been able to search and find out as well. And the narrative, I mean, yeah, this team was a Cinderella team. The narrative is there. Took the team, he's the only player added. All that's part of the narrative. And Monty Williams is also there for the for top coaching position, so he's he's a contributor to the to the success. But you can't take it away from Chris gotcha. Paul at yeah. the same time. He crept, he crept up on the MV, on the MVP ladder too because he wasn't on there before. 
nah, he wasn't on there. He wasn't on there. And I, I, I don't know how he is right now, but it doesn't matter for me. Yeah. Number four, Ready, actually. actually. Yeah. Number four. It's real deserved. Above Dame time, because I remember somebody was highlighting, oh, bro. man, Dame time. Yeah. But you know what? The, reason, what? the reason that I would, I'm okay with CP3 being above game, Dame time right now is because you can looking at the results right now. Dame time is like let that little bit slip. Now he's kind of avoiding the play in, and mm-hmm. CP3 has been consistent. I can't, but mm-hmm. I can't be mad at, at that. He's do, but he's doing the same kinds of things. He's leading the team. He's making crucial shots. He's you know uh, putting people in the right place, and he's been consistent in all of, in all of that. Man, like I can't knock it. So okay, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that, man. Good work, Kev, man. Bubble champ, man. You want you want you still researching or you got someone? No, hey, I got it. So um, I'm going to take a page from Kev's book, man. Um, the only thing, this guy doesn't meet all the criteria you set forth. I don't think, I don't think he quite has a narrative. Um, but as far as attendance, he's been there. And as far as like just crucial importance to the team, this dude is like, he's the foundation for everything this team does. Um, I, I think on a... No, I don't ever mention. It's going to be between the Joker and, and uh, Joel Embiid, right? But one thing with Joel Embiid, he missed a couple of games. The Sixers were still doing good. My guy, you take him out, his team's going to falter. They're going to flatline. They're dead. So for me, it's going to be Luka as the most valuable player. I like the Chris Paul mention, but if you yeah. think about everything that Luka does for the Mavericks, man, they wouldn't even be they, anywhere. Yeah. They, they wouldn't be anywhere, man. I don't they literally just be giving the ball. Like, the man dribbles up. They just be watching him sometimes. It's crazy. I don't know what. I don't know. Other teams yeah, are jumping this guy on the court. Up. He's getting jumped in the games just to keep him yeah. from scoring, man. Yeah. So, yeah. you take him off, man. When The Mavericks don't have anything, man. So, most valuable player. Um, the narrative, I don't think he has a narrative in his favor. Uh, I think that's why he's low. So I don't think that's why he's gonna get it, but Luca, that's that's my pick. Gotcha. Interesting pick. Is he is he in the ladder? He's oh running. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He he's is running. number five, number five. Right behind, right behind CP3. Yeah, I think that's fair because what CP3 done with Phoenix, amazing. You know, nobody expected that. We expected Dallas to be in the playoffs. Uh, yes. Yes, that, that's, that's a fair thing. That's a fair ranking. Well, let me go ahead and get mine out the way, man. This is gonna, not going to be a, a surprise. Uh, look, this dude has been in the NBA for four years. He's averaging 26 points per game. He's actually shooting 40% from the three. He's still getting 10 rebounds, eight and a half assists. These are all career highs, by the way. And he's either gotten a double-double oh, yeah? or a triple-double in all but 10 games so far. These are all That's career highs. I mean, he might as well be, but you know what I'm saying? Jokic, bro, the dude is Jokic, the, the quiet killer, bro. This dude has not done anything short of exceptional work this season. And his main his main number two guy went down. Yep. And he still plays yep. defense. Still something that Luka doesn't do. Um, but, you know what I'm saying? He still does you know everything you want him to do, man. He's carrying this team. And he's, you know, we thought Denver was going to slump. But yeah. they, they out here still knocking, knocking heads off. So... Uh, yeah. I'm gonna have to give it to the guy who's basically has increased all of his crucial stats or maintained that they were already good. Like the dude hasn't done anything short of you know just get better. So I'm gonna yeah. go with Jokic. 
So, Rich, you got someone? I'm up next. Okay. You last. But I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I mean, I mean, closing it out. I'm gonna go with Nikola Jokic as well, okay. the Joker. Okay. Over there, like, takes the most awkward looking, off balance <laughs> jumpers. That are, are they even jumpers, one footers, whatever you want to call them? His game is they be going tip in. Towers. Tip towers. But they go in, and the man's court vision is off the charts. The passes that you see coming from this big man, like, wow. Like, you, you could be a point guard. You could be a point guard. <laughs> like, the court vision is crazy. But since you already went, oh, man, like, hey, man, pay your light bill. Yeah. Bro, someone cut the AC out, you're going to get a cramp. Night, night. <laughs> the Undertaker about to cut through it is the anyway. So oh, I mean the Joker. I mean, but you know Chris already put that out there, so I'm just gonna give. You know, I still that's my number one pick, but I just want to see before the injury went down. I seen the game with Joel Embiid playing, and I'm looking. The man scored 40 points and had 20 rebounds. I'm like, what do you do? So I think between the two of them, I, I think it's, it's it's crazy to see people playing at such a high level. But like my man Chris said, even with the number two man going down, he's still coming through and showing up at a high level. And it is what it is. Nikola Jokic is going to be the MVP. He should be. He showed you that. He showed you that, right? It's going to, it's going to happen. So. He, he showed you that away. even with the person going down, he is the most valuable player. Because if you flip flop yeah. that, if yep. it was him going down, Murray not carrying that team. <laughs> yeah, and I love and I love Jamal Murray. Man. I love <laughs> Jamal Murray. He's crazy. He got crazy skills, yo. Like yeah. this dude. Uh, yo, I was always I impressed just... with him. I was always impressed with him. It's just now it's all it's clicking no more. Yeah, but he's yo, always been impressive. The joke is sick, man. But I, I'm I'm shocked. I gotta say I'm I'm, I'm shocked that nobody actually said Joel. Um, the Joker, where he's doing his passes, everything about the game is beautiful. But Joel, he's on both sides of the court, man. He is the, uh, he's the, Ben Simmons is a beast too, though. I think that, I think that's what hurts Embiid, man. Um, because defense, Embiid holds it down and offense, he holds it down. And he can hit from anywhere on the court. But he has Simmons to help him with defense. He has Simmons in the transition game. Um, so I, I, and they don't miss as well as the Joker and uh, Murray did. They're like, they're perfect together. That yeah. two-man game they, that they had, mm-hmm. unstoppable, man. You seen that in the playoffs last year. And Joel and uh, Simmons, it's, it's tough, man. It's, it's, it's tough to get them to play together. The styles are so different. Mm-hmm. But I, I am shocked nobody said Joel. I think it's mm-hmm. injury that's that's cost. Yeah. Yeah. It is injuries because I think before that I think MB was the number one and if I look at the stat line the the clear difference is the assist per game. Mm-hmm. So he's passing to like yeah. Joel ain't passing. He's scoring or he blocking. <laughs> he's passing, but he's at like three assists per game. Yeah, Jokic but just, yeah. but he's not setting <laughs> like people he, up. Is what I'm saying. Like he's exactly, not, yeah, exactly. the well roundedness of of Jokic really puts him yeah. up a, a few notches just just because yeah. of that. The well rounded offensive play. Yeah, Jokic is a facilitator, and uh, yeah. uh, Joel is a finisher. Mm-hmm. All right, man. It's been a long session, man. Let's wrap this up. Uh, Reggie, man, you want to give out some shout-outs, sign off? Hey, everybody. Thanks for rocking with us. Um, I hope you are listening on pot, on, on uh, sorry Spotify or, Spotify. you know, catch us on 
catch us on YouTube. Let us know what you think about our picks. We covered, you know, coach of the year, rookie of the year, defensive player of the year, six man of the year. What was surprising? What was disappointing? And who is our MVP? And if you like the topics, you know, comment, like, subscribe, and all that. Just let us know what you're thinking. That's yeah, it for me. Sir. Cool, cool, Kev. You got something? Get ready for the playoffs, man. They're going to come at you with hey. some episodes, some predictions, some some highlights, some more talks. So let the topics come in. And, you know, we have. Cool, cool, cool. And this is Mount Krishmer. Uh, I'd like to say thanks for everyone who stuck with us, man. This is a long episode. We had to get through all of the all the niceties, man, all the semantics to, to tell you who we thought should have these awards. Um, again, if you liked it, comment subscribe share tell a friend tell a friend if you're on youtube side of things check out the podcast man if you just you know want to listen to the audio and if you're on the spotify side check out the youtube see some of the visual antics man so uh adds a lot of brevity and context to some of the the inside jokes that we talk about um so yeah man we appreciate it we're gonna keep going strong and uh, i'll let y'all go man so with that said man y'all have a good evening man peace peace